With spring right around the corner, maybe you like me, you're excited to get out for longer walks and runs, pick up a new book to read outside, or just get out and explore new neighborhoods and food. Or we could do all three wrapped in one. Our friends over at Read and Run Chicago are expanding to nearby Lamont for three different meetups. The group is like a combination running club, book club, and neighborhood tour, and each route in Lamont is about three miles paired with a different book from Pat Camaliere's Corotazi Historical Mystery Series. Afterwards, you'll get to sit down with the author and historian and sample some food from local restaurants. The first run is Saturday, March 23rd. Spots are limited and are going to go fast. So register now at readandrunchicago.com or find the link on their Instagram at readandrunchicago. Today on CityCast Chicago, the Sox and the Cubs are struggling this season, but many of us stay devoted to one of them. A lot of Chicagoans are shy to admit they root for both teams, like our host, Jacoby Cochran. He's not cheering on the Cubbies. But one person who has been up close with fans and players on both sides is Len Casper. Casper has been the radio voice of the Sox since 2021, and before that, he was with the Cubs for 16 years. Jacoby talked with Casper during his first Sox season about the significance of the Crosstown rivalry. It's Wednesday, May 10th. I'm Simona Alicea, in for Jacoby Cochran, and this is What Chicago's Talking About. Lynn, how you feeling today? I'm feeling good, Jacoby. All right, I know you got here in Chicago in 2005. That's the year I graduated eighth grade, but also the year the Sox won the World Series. But you were watching from the north side with the Cubs, uh, what was it like when you first got to Chicago? Interestingly enough, my wife and I went to game two of the World Series that year. And uh, I got a phone call from Bob Vorwald from WGN. And he said, hey, we've got a couple tickets to the game. Would you like to go? And I remember saying, okay, I'm the Cubs announcer. The White Sox are in the World Series. Should I go? And the answer was yes, of course. There hasn't been a World Series game in Chicago since 1959. Why wouldn't I go, right? So I was in the stands until the final home run by Scott Pasednik. Pasednik hits one to deep right center field. Back at the wall. This ball is gone. For arguably the greatest White Sox game in, in your lifetime, in my lifetime. And the White Sox win it 7-6. to six. And I saw it as the uh, new voice of the Cubs, and uh, it was surreal for sure. Um, and I do remember uh, in 05, 06, 07, when the Crosstown series happened, those were very nervous, uh, anxious uh, weekends for me because of the incredible spotlight put on all the broadcasts when the White Sox and Cubs play. So the tension wasn't just on the field. So the, it wasn't just between the players or the North and the South side. The broadcasters were in on it too. Right. So I felt this extra pressure to not only know the Cubs, but to really know the White Sox. And uh, I, I, I do remember that that first year, 
just how stressful that was calling Cubs and White Sox, but it was instructive. And, uh, you know, 15, 16 years later, uh, I feel like I finally got my footing. <laughs> <laughs> was it very competitive, the, the series between the Sox and the Cubs at the time? Yes. Yes, mm. it was. It was it was pretty intense. Um, yeah. And again, you know, 05, 06, as you recall, uh, White Sox were really good. In 06, it really got heated, y'all. When White Sox base runner A.J. Przinsky barreled into Cubs catcher Michael Barrett, who wanted all the smoke and punched A.J. square in the jaw. Bangs onto the plate, and here they go. Poshetnik getting into it with Barrett. And now both dugouts empty. Uh, and that really spoke to the, the intensity of the rivalry. Like I said at the beginning of the interview, Lamb, you know, for me, the Sox and Cubs rivalry is so much more than baseball. And you know the city of Chicago, we're heavily segregated. So that South Side, North Side feels like it's beyond sports, that it's about city design, it's about segregation, it's about class. Coming into the rivalry, what did you th like think of it? What were your like kind of preconceived notions and how have you seen it evolve over the years? You know, I've never contemplated that to the degree that I have now that I've been with both teams, this city is a like, as a <clears throat> lifelong baseball fan, I just thought it was so cool that Chicago had two major league teams. Like most States are happy to have one. Uh, and I grew up in Michigan and the Tigers were the team. Like I couldn't even contemplate the city of Detroit having two teams in the same league. Uh, I will say this. I, I do remember coming to uh, what is now called guaranteed rate field and walking out and I was always treated great. Like I had never had a bad moment with anybody with the White Sox, but I do remember just the vibe in the ballpark walking out of there thinking, wow, White Sox fans really don't like the Cubs. <laughs> and, and that was, that was palpable. And then with uh, the White Sox, I've had people come up to me or, or text me or call me who are lifelong Cubs fans or who work for the Cubs or whatever. And it's like, Hey, I, I root for the White Sox too. You know, it's like they say it under their breath. Um, I've had people uh, around the White Sox say, yeah, like my whole family's Cubs fans, but I can't tell, you know, so like this weird man that like <laughs> you is. almost, you almost have to pick a side publicly and if you really truly root for both, um, but you're in any way connected to one, you, you can't admit that you respect or like the other. And that's one hundred percent the case. <laughs> I rarely go into a a house, a den, any place that has baseball memorabilia, and see both teams represented. One of my best friends, Darius, Cubs fan to the death. My brother, Sox fan. My mom, she's one of those people who's like, you know. I, I'm happy when both win, but I only go to the Sox games. I'm not going up, up into late into Lakeview, right? So you're right. So what do you think that says about Chicago? To the point that you know that people root for both teams, but they publicly feel like they have to pick a side. That if you say like me, I'm from the South Side, you probably rarely catch me with a blue and red brim on. Well, the other one you hear is I'm a North Side Sox fan or I'm a South Side Cubs fan. Like that, <laughs> that, that, you know, moniker uh, exists. 
The City of Chicago Department of Business Affairs and Consumer Protection offers a free entrepreneur certificate program for future and current business owners in Chicago. Participants must complete six webinars within six months in designated webinar categories. Graduates are eligible to apply for the CIBC Bank USA Entrepreneur Loan Program, a bank partner with BACP. The longstanding program was created to support startup or early stage small businesses, gain entrepreneur training with important working capital. Since the program launched, more than 1,000 Chicago entrepreneurs and business owners have successfully completed the program. Completing the process is as easy as one, two, three. Number one, register by signing up at chicago.gov slash BACP certificate. Number two, attend six webinars by registering for upcoming webinars at chicago.gov slash BACP webinars. And number three, graduate from the program and you'll receive your digital certificate and information on connecting with CIBC Bank USA. To learn more about the BACP Entrepreneur Certificate Program, please visit chicago.gov slash BACP certificate. But I would also say, I think there, there's a very common thread in that if you grew up in a Sox household or grew up in a Cubs household, you know, it's just kind of passed down from generation to generation. You know, I've embraced the idea that there are going to be moments when it feels like the White Sox should get way more attention. Uh, and in some cases, way more attention than the Cubs get. But that doesn't happen. And that's just the way it is. Why? Because of the Cubs thing, right? They've got this national, the national TV uh, networks all want to, you know, do the Sunday night games with Cubs Cardinals. But there's something kind of really cool about that uh, punk rock kind of attitude of us against the world. And I think that uh, sometimes uh, uh, with the Sox and their fans, they have they have that vibe. And it doesn't exist with the Cubs. You know, the Cubs thing is a little more similar to the Green Bay Packers. And I guess the Dallas Cowboys, even though they haven't been really good, but they're kind of America's team, you know, the, the Yankees. There's just this this glamorous thing that that is attached to Cubs baseball, which is really great and really cool. Don't get me wrong. Um, but, you, but you're right that it is very, very different. And uh, I've, I've embraced those differences. And uh, I'm, I'm absolutely loving uh, kind of acknowledging that, you know, I, and I, I'm going to ask you if you could realign baseball and put the White Sox and Cubs in the same division, would you, would that be something you would want to see them play 19 times a year and like battle for a division title and maybe meet up in the first round of the playoffs? Or do you like the fact that they're in separate leagues? Uh, so some people can kind of root for both. And then if we get the Holy grail of the world series where they meet up, that that's the the thing you really want. What, what's I your like, thought? I personally like the pipe dream. I, <laughs> I like that. It only happens a couple times a year that they see each other. It gives it a little more tension. I mean, I think a division rivalry would still bring heat every single series, but just always hoping and praying for that day when they just have to travel up and down I-90 to see each other, to play for the chip. I I feel like that is a dream worth holding on to, like Cubs waiting for a hundred plus years. It's you it might not happen in my lifetime, but if it does, that series of games would be so worth it. 
it, it, you would, sold me. it would be so sold worth me. it. Yeah. Yeah. Part of me does think that, that having a division rivalry would be pretty transcendent and, and, and pretty amazing. But I, I agree with you. I, I think having that carrot of White Sox Cubs World Series. Yeah, that, that's, that's too good to pass up. Jacoby's conversation with White Sox radio announcer Len Casper from back in 2021. You can hear Len with the play-by-play during the Sox game tonight in Kansas City that starts at 6.40, the same time that the Cubs face off against the Cardinals at Wrigley tonight. And some news before we let you go. Mayor Lori Lightfoot has declared a state of emergency in the city because of the growing number of migrants sent from Texas. While the move doesn't provide any more funding, it does allow city officials to spend already set aside funds without city council approval. Mayor-elect Brandon Johnson's first city council meeting later this month is expected to include a vote to use $51 million on resources for the migrants. Health experts are concerned about a resurgence of monkeypox in the city. Howard Brown Health has seen eight cases since mid-April and says six of them were in people who had been vaccinated. The center is urging affected communities to get vaccinated if they haven't already done so. And some good news. It's Mexico week. The Mexican consulate of Chicago is hosting cultural events highlighting the state of Jalisco all week. They've created a Mexican food route that maps out great places to eat. And it all culminates with Mexico Fest this weekend at Navy Pier. If you haven't already, make sure you are signed up for our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm, where we've got even more news and events for you to check out. Thanks so much for listening. Jacoby is back in the host chair tomorrow. We'll talk to you then.